Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Goddess Glow podcast with me, your host, Ray Grillo. Today, I have an awesome friend who is in Canada that we met back in 2019, and her name is Nikita Sharma. She is an amazing woman who I have been following you since since 2019 after the classes that we took together and just seeing what you've been up to online. And I love your brand. I love what you have to share. And I love that you promote fitness for women and you do it in a way that's more natural. And I feel like um, really loving and more focused on internal, <laughs> you know, internal struggles versus like uh, the external need to look good. So this is Nikita, and I would love for you to share a little bit more about your business and what you do. Thank you, Ray. What a great introduction. Thank you so much. And it's so nice to be on your podcast. It's an honor. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my business, my business basically started from something that I felt like I had to share with the world and whether it's a gift or a message or both it's something that I felt was is really needed in society especially for women um growing up I I I saw a lot of of, everyone goes through shit right but I was Mm -hmm. I saw a lot of oppression of women given like my family is Indian and growing up in the household that I was in, you know, I would, I would see things that I was like, that's not right. Like I, I never want to feel that disempowered, that Mm -hmm. helpless in my life that week, essentially. And, um, through being bullied as well, being picked on again, it was another moment of like, I feel so weak and helpless and powerless. I don't even feel myself or like my siblings, but just seeing them get taunted. And then from there, from that pain, kind of grew something beautiful because once I started going into athletics and um, weightlifting, I saw that as as a release, as an escape. I would get into this mental mindset where uh, first of all, it felt better after every time I worked out or, mm-hmm. or ran, but it was just this clarity. All my problems would just go away and it just felt so amazing. So from a very, very young age, I kind of figured out intuitively that to get out of my mind, I had to get into my body, right? Moving it through fitness. And then now I'm kind of learning about this breath work that's coming Ooh. out and meditation. So but I didn't learn that till like a little bit later. So for me, I was like, I want everyone else to feel how good it feels to get into your body, to move and, and to feel strong. So for me, that like piece of feeling strong, right? Like lifting weights. I started, I started as a super beginner. I started with like five little pound dumbbells, like not knowing what the heck I'm doing, feeling insecure, like looking around to see if people are looking at me. Like, I know that feeling but then I stopped caring as much. Right. Then I started lifting heavier weights, heavier weights. And next thing you know, like I'm a personal trainer now and now I'm like bodybuilding competitions and like winning them. And it's, it's, it's so empowering for me that like, I want everyone else, but especially women to have that feeling of like, 
you know what, walking down the street, there are three men out there that I've beat in an arm wrestle. And that feels good. <laughs> one of them is my dad, granted, yeah. but still. But um, I think- Hey, the other two though. <laughs> the other two, oh man, they're not, they can't sleep at night. <laughs> um, but like, and I know strength comes in many forms, right? There can be, you can be a nice person and still like draw your boundaries and all that. But being strong in your body is such an important thing. Like just being able to feel like you can defend yourself if that mm-hmm. comes, like that's the physical aspect of it. But then the mindset aspect of it, of being mentally strong, because I post in one of my videos, um, I say like going to the gym repeatedly, 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 it's doing something hard. Mm-hmm. Like you have to break yourself down. You need to tear those muscles. But what you're doing is like leaving your comfort zone every single time you're yeah. and, and then you come back stronger. And then when you go again, like that's just building a resilient mindset and character. Um, the more I started to get into spiritual work, I realized it's a very masculine thing to do. Whereas something like yoga or, or meditation, it's passive, but mm-hmm. we both, we need both. to be in harmony right and I've been observing like really strong women or really strong men out there and they have mastered their masculine and feminine side Mm -hmm. and for me like I think not a lot of women embrace their masculine side for not a toxic way and not a toxic way right not like demeaning a poor man (laughs) In in a way that like honestly I've been in a toxic relationship and just through childhood trauma like we all know what that how where that leads eventually Mm -hmm. um and I was just like what's going on like something's out of balance like I I can't why can't I draw my boundaries so I was strong in some ways but not in other ways and I think we're all just helping each other guide each other home and ways that we can achieve balance so I do that through lifting weights helping people you know with their nutrition and also now the mindset portion I Mm -hmm. include my programs too but that's really what gave the birth to lift love laugh yeah (laughs) lift love laugh I uh I resonate with what you're saying because I think where I started and I think Tony Robbins says this as well as you know, get in tune with that, your physical side. And something I tell my clients is they like, do stuff that makes your body feel good because it's, you know, easier to get into now the moment and now, cause your body is always in the present moment. It's our minds that love to wander around <laughs> and yeah, like go every which way. <laughs> and one of the things that I started lifting weights because I saw this power lifter, uh, I think Maddie Forberg and okay. she, I don't know if you know, who she is. However, she, uh, just, I loved her body and she was my, my height. And I was like, I can achieve that. And then that's when I started. And when you met me, I was in my like 200 pounds and now I'm, I've cut down a lot more. However, it's through weightlifting. And I've noticed too, for me, like my mindset, I would work on it at the gym. Yeah. And one thing I started doing too, which maybe you can talk into more of this is something that I had to do. That was, that felt uncomfortable. Cause again, I was in a toxic relationship as well. I didn't feel safe around men and there's a lot of men doing weightlifting. Um, I mean, through now, like I found it very empowering for me. However, I remember starting out, I would go to the women's gym and then doing the mindset work. It's like, I came to this point where I was like, why am I, why am I hiding in here? 
I should be able to go out and feel safe enough to be around guys. And I started to work on just like slowly and surely like, okay, we'll start off in the cardio section and then move over to weightlifting. And um, are you able to talk into like when you're at the gym for women who you know, want to feel even more so empowered. Cause I feel more empowered when I do, <laughs> or I like, you know, getting into like a little comparison thing, like comparing my weight size to a guy next to me <laughs> or something, it could be empowering. And like how you're saying with the arm wrestling. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I that's a hundred percent. They motivate me when I see them like lifting heavy weights. I'm like, Oh yeah. But it took me a while to get over that as well like I didn't feel comfortable working out inside of men especially you're doing some like some of the movements like bending over and like Mm, doing hip thrusts in public like that took a while to to get over but um now when I'm there I'm just like they're there to work on themselves just as much as I am right and Mm -hmm. and if you talk to some of these guys in the gym like especially the the bigger guys they're some of the most sweetest people that you will ever meet and they they're there because they love the the sport and they actually want to help others granted there's a few but that always ruin it but that's usually just the like immature guys um but no, when you're, when you're in there and like, everyone's just like working on themselves, dude, there's this, there's synergy there and mm-hmm. it motivates you, right? Like you go to a library or school to study because that's where you do it. It's designated. So, um, but yeah, I remember being kind of insecure and going into like private rooms and then girls only rooms. But then as I got more comfortable, a big part of it is looking stupid as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't know the form, how to do that, like whether it's in front of males or females, not everyone doesn't want to look stupid. So that's another kind of mindset thing that is required to get, get over when you yeah. are lifting weights. But that's why mindfulness is so huge. Um, it's such a big personal journey, right? It's such a big personal journey, mm-hmm. like this transformation that you go through mm-hmm. so, and being uncomfortable. Yeah. Like that's the part of it. That's part of it. Is like how you're saying with the muscle tears, it's also, it's a mental thing where being uncomfortable, it's just going to happen. You just push through it. Yeah. 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 Um, and you were saying to like, cause I've talked to like, when I go to the gym now, it's like, I talk to whomever's there. Uh, I typically go by myself and I don't really like to keep my headphones in too much. Um, because I've met some pretty cool guys and girls who, you know, they go to the gym because it is something to, that helps them with their mindset. It's something that's healing and helps with their traumas. I found, um, cause I could get deep with people <laughs> for some reason they get, <laughs> they're very like open and they want to share and stuff. And I am wondering if you want to share more about, um, using the gym to work out the traumas and using more of that, you know, spiritual healing in the gym, like what sort of uh, practices do you have yourself go through or your clients go through? Mm. Honestly, for me, yeah, it's more mindset than anything and helping with anxiety, depression, um, and all of the other mental host of mental illnesses. That's really how it started for me, how I got like addicted to it. And, um, yeah, just kind of going back to being like bullied. And when I was young, cause I grew up in a very, very small town, like very remote Canada. 
So like me and my family were the only colored family up there in a town of 3000 people. And we, you know, I, I grew up like being teased sometimes on a daily, but for sure on a weekly, they're just walking home from school. So I really never didn't feel safe in public for a long time. Mm-hmm. And even into my adult life, like I, once I started being more self-aware of my thoughts, like even just being in a work environment, I was so afraid to make a mistake. I was so afraid to look stupid. Anything that would come out of my mouth, I would be like judging and second guessing, like, oh my God, I sound like such an idiot. Like they're going to laugh at me because there's that's that trauma pattern still from childhood, right? Like not wanting to stick mm-hmm. out, not wanting to be different for fear of ridic- being ridiculed. So the gym became a place for me to, it became meditative for me. And then it helped me release that because I stopped caring so much. And then I started building confidence within myself. And then that confidence spilled over into other areas of my life. I started having like kind of scary conversations or I started just like holding myself with more confidence. And so there's that, but also like the breathing, right? When you're lifting those weights, you have to breathe Mm -hmm. heavy. And now that I'm doing, now that I'm into breath work, I can see how it correlates in like releasing pent up Mm -hmm. emotions and helping to clear the mind. And then the dopamine rush that you get after, right? Like that's, that's the best. But for me, that's why I, I'm such an advocate of working out health and fitness. Like the, the body aspects, like looking good, that was honestly just a great byproduct. Mm-hmm. Like I remember I, when I got into lifting weights, I was living in Calgary, which is like 11 hours away from my hometown, my different okay. hometown. And I went home and my high school friends were like, damn, Nikita, you got an ass. Like, what are you <laughs> doing? Because yeah. I was always very flat, but I was like, mm-hmm. oh, um, I don't, I'm just like lifting weights. Like I like it. And I've been doing mm-hmm. it more often. So, um, and I honestly, I have trouble with clients who want to do it purely for aesthetic reasons, mm-hmm. because I'm such an advocate of like, this is a lifestyle. This is a habit. If you don't enjoy it, like it's going to be tough for you to get the, that dream body booty because you have to be dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. Right. And if people are going into it for superficial reasons, they usually don't last as long, mm-hmm. but if I what I try to do is help them find the joy in it, help them be like, Hey, look, when you're doing this, yeah, you have less lower back pain. Hey, you're actually in a better mood. Hey, you're actually carrying yourself with more confidence and you actually have more confidence. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that will make people stick with it. Or, you know, yes. my hopes for some people, it's different. Some people like to, you know, to dance or do water sports to get into their body. Mm-hmm. So it's just all one avenue for, for, getting out of our minds basically mm-hmm. and yeah it. yeah you were saying um I've been really interested in breath work I've done some like I've done a few sessions how uh, though do you incorporate the breath work and I know with like lifting there's certain like you know breathing in and holding your breath when you're doing a squat like really heavy squats <laughs> you know um and so I can see that being like breath work is there a certain work though that you do per exercise when you're teaching it or is it like different sessions outside of the gym that you do 
So I do it in like my more or my morning routine. So I'll do like meditation, breath work. And honestly, I just use the Wim Hof app. Like it's great. Mm-hmm. I'm not endorsed, okay. <laughs> but um, it's super easy to use as guided and it's, it's 30 deep breaths in and out. And then you hold on the last out breath for 15 seconds. And then you do it again for ideally three cycles. Mm-hmm. So as I started to do that, I realized how it related to lifting because when you lift, First of all, like all your power comes from your diaphragm, from your core. Mm-hmm. And when you breathe in, you're getting that power. And then when you breathe out, which is when you should breathe, you should breathe out on the exertion of the exercise, the hard part, that is your diaphragm contracting, your core contracting. So if you can tie to the two together, right? When you breathe in, you're preparing to lift that exercise, mm-hmm. breathe out, you exert that power. And it's just like karate right? That the reason they make that key eye sound is when yeah. you breathe out that diaphragmatic pressure, um, creates all that power. And then that's where breath work comes from. Like when you're doing breath work, kind of what we did before this, right? You're tapping mm-hmm. into your internal power. You're tapping into your core. And I've been doing more like chakra meditations. I've been finding that core, right? It's at your root. It's the very last chakra and that's connected to the ground. And that's where like source energy comes from, like the mother, like all this kind of stuff is just making a lot of sense now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to touch on to something that I've been noticing and that for me, breathwork has been helping me is releasing some pent up traumas or pent up emotions. I, uh, so like I'm more so like a relationship coach now, and I love to do podcasts though with inspiring people like you, people who inspire me and get them on my podcast. However, for like my relationships and stuff, uh, and through like the trauma that I went through, I've noticed I became emotionally unavailable and I was like, man, like, how can I, you know, when you ask source, the universe, whatever is like okay, I'm noticing that I'm emotionally unavailable to, or these guys that I'm attracting are emotionally unavailable. And so I'm like, where am I? (laughs) Since I'm seeing it, (laughs) I'm recognizing it. Like, where am I emotionally unavailable? That's why I started getting into breath work is because it's like that, you know, your chakras again, that energy is like pent up there and like your solar plexus. And I can see how, weightlifting and um, doing breath work like that, like getting that energy moving has helped me become more emotionally in tune and like, not so much like suppressing, you know, like suppressing the emotions anymore. So that's what I've been enjoying um, with that breath work. However, you're saying chakras and getting things moving. And the thing that I thought it was your solar plexus. However, what about like say, um, like your throat chakras and stuff, like, do you help people align their chakras more so, or is it more, um, yeah. Like what sort of like spiritual, like how do you incorporate the spiritual aspect with the weightlifting aspect? Well, mind, body, spirit, it's all connected. Mm-hmm. That's no secret now, but, and I can only teach what I know. Yeah. So for me, I am almost like going on this journey, just one or two steps ahead of most of my clients. So that when I'm finding these Mm -hmm. chakra aligning meditations and the series that like first 
focuses on all of them. And I, you know, I've created docu I've created a document for people that are new and beginners to meditation. And I explain how it's a muscle, but now I'm like, well, now I want to make an intermediate one because now I like, and when I come across these YouTube videos, like I'll share it with my clients. Like I have a WhatsApp group that most of my clients are in. I'm mm -hmm. like, yo, you guys, cause we're all kind of doing the same thing. I'd be like, this is first get in tune with your main chakras. Now do the root one. Now do the solar plexus one. Now do the heart one. Now do the throat one every, like on a different day so that you get each one, um, give it the attention mm -hmm. and I also provide resources like Joe Dispenza he's got this really yeah. great series on uh, rewired so mm -hmm. I'm like watch this this bridges the gap between like science of and spirituality of the body and mind um so yeah that's kind of how I, I I'm doing it um some people pick it up some people are into it mm -hmm. and some people don't and that's fine but I'm mm -hmm. like, even if like one or two of my ladies, like they're into it and they're learning, like, wow, what a, what a, as us uh, as a collective, you know, like we're all waking up and that's beautiful that if I can be their coach and help them with that, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, exactly. Like you're saying, like for me, I really unlock my solar plexus as well. And that tied to my spirituality and relationships. Like I, so on board with what you were mm -hmm. saying absolutely mm -hmm. um so it's, it's it's and i get better the more that i learn because when you teach you learn a lot yourself too right yes the deeper i go the more i'm curious about it the more i know and then the more i can transfer to my clients really mm -hmm. um but yeah the breath work it's my it just helps with your physiology emotions so much mm -hmm. yeah i really think like I, that's something i'm more interested in is kind of finding out about that more and I think that's like the next level for me yeah 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 I love that I think that's part of my journey is more breath work I've been looking into some classes because <laughs> mm -hmm. it's 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 been so beneficial for me yeah. um moving into like you know you're an entrepreneur and you we were talking about how I mean you were doing amazing things before um before you became a coach and I remember you reaching out um, to me about coaching about like a year ago, then that's when you started your business was during COVID. Mm. Um, and I just, I want you to share, I guess, like a little bit more about your story from before, like how you got into it, or if there's any words that, you know, you can share with trainers. Uh, cause I've, I've met previously, I believe I talked to a few trainers before you and I attempted to get them on my podcast and things don't work out. Like there's resistance and it's like meant to happen the way it's supposed to happen. However, I've just been noticing sort of like um, a shift for people who like they want to do coaching yet. There's something that's blocking them. And if you can sort of like tell your story in a way where if people are really thinking about it, just to like pull the trigger and do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The online coaching. Mm -hmm. The online. Yeah. Coaching. Good point. I like that. So for me, I, I went on a, before I decided to do it, I went on a bit of a spirit, spiritual journey mm -hmm. and I asked myself, what kind of life do I want? Mm -hmm. What, what kind of life do I want to create? I wanted freedom. I didn't want to work for anyone else. I wanted to do something I was passionate in. I still wanted to be in the health and fitness industry. Like I still wanted to do coaching and how am I going to make that work? So I knew some of my, some of my ex colleagues that were doing this online personal training thing, 
but I kind of laughed at it and I'm like okay well what you post videos on Instagram like I didn't understand it so I actually asked a few of them like what it looks like what they do and then I was like okay I can actually see how it could work and it would offer me the freedom because like I want to be able to travel wherever I want, whenever I want, pick up and go. Like I'm a free spirit like that. Yeah. I like to be adventurous. So I was like, that really fits my lifestyle. It's not for everyone, right? People mm-hmm. that want a family, want a home base, all that, like maybe not the best thing for them. People that want a constant influx of stable clients, although personal training is never that stable. But right, <laughs> if people want to be in the gym, like that's fine too. That was something I had to let go of actually, because I didn't see how it would be feasible for me to get my clients results through online training. So I got myself trained by a trainer online first Mm. to see how it worked and also to see how I could make it better, work out any bugs. And then I saw it really does work for someone who is maybe not a complete beginner, like never touched a dumbbell before, but someone who just needs proper guidance, just needs that point in the right direction, needs that program, like a little bit of check on a form, things like that. There's a lot of benefits to it. Like you don't need to meet one-on-one with a trainer, mm-hmm. um, which was one of the issues like canceling all that. You just work out on your own. You have the workouts on this app all the time. So that was great because another part of my lifestyle was like in, in-person personal training, there's, only, there's a cap. You can have a one hour session with one person, but the max you can train is like eight hours a day. And that's a long day. You're freaking exhausted. You're on your feet all day. Your brain is on, you're teaching, you're coaching your own health and fitness takes a dip. Cause like, I was so tired. I wasn't even getting enough proper workouts myself. So I was like this, I don't see myself continuing with this as a long-term career. And then, but those are the benefits of the online training because you can deliver your course to so many people all around the world, really. And now you can record your course and sell that as passive income. So there's so many huge areas of opportunity. And one of the biggest things I had to get over was, yeah, like posting on social media and being Mm. on Instagram and being on TikTok and talking on front of a camera. But I was like, if if these are my fears, not wanting to be on social media and talking in front of a camera that are holding me back from living my dream, I better get over this shit. Yeah, one of the reasons (laughs) that's one of the reasons why I joined Toastmasters is okay. I'm like, I need to speak on camera, and that's that's something I need to learn to do. And it was also a fear from childhood, so I'm like, I want to get over that, I don't want to be afraid of speaking in front of people anymore. Yeah, so um, and then you got onto TEDx. Oh my god, yeah, (laughs) then I did a TED talk. I was like, what is life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, I was like, if I can do that, like, oh my God, what can't I do? Mm-hmm. And you know what was so crazy, so cool? You know that saying, like, what you resist persists? Yes. Is I was I was so nervous to give that TED talk. Like I was shaking. I, I was doing push-ups in the hallway just because I was mm-hmm. it was my one of my biggest fears. And it is yeah. for so many people, but getting that pump into. Yeah, yeah, like a okay, big <laughs> Yeah, doing a health and fitness talk, right? Gotta look yeah. at <laughs> But uh, after I got off, like, as soon as I stepped onto that stage, I went to like flow state. Everything went clear, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Oh my god, this feels so good." And then when I was finished, I like leaped off the stage. I was like, I could do that again. Yeah. And it felt so good. It really felt like I was serving, like I was giving a part of me to the crowd on the stage. And then my, my speech coach, he was like, 
pay attention to that. Like that's a sign. Like that means that maybe it's something that you're meant to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, it's so crazy that it was something that was so terrified to do. And now I want to be a public speaker. Like I do want to be a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just, life is just so crazy. But like, when you say yes to life, life says yes to you. I'm such a firm believer of that. As soon as like I stepped in two feet with like, no, I want to do this. This is a life I want to live. I have some things to get over, but I'm committing to it. That's when these areas, this opportunity started opening up. And that's when, you know, life was just like, okay, she's ready now. And just giving me things. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so grateful, honestly, that I get to do, that I get to do this, do what I love. And, and honestly, just to hope to inspire others to follow their dream and do what they love. And yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Some things too that you were saying was the like letting go of certain beliefs that you had. Like, how am I going to do this online? You know, when it's like a different paradigm, it's expanding and getting out of it's like expanding your consciousness and different perspective. Like, because oh, yeah. when you're saying that, it's like, oh, well, there's a bunch of trainers that or coaches that work off on, online. You know, however, it's like, you can still have this belief that's not true. And it's like relinquishing and like letting go of uh, that belief. And then also letting go of fear, Um, you know, for people out there who are listening and they're wanting to do something. And it's like, hey, you have to let go of some things and not just like people, you know, let go of like toxic people. Sometimes it's letting go of certain habits is letting go of certain fears and letting go of beliefs that just don't benefit you anymore. And the only way to get over that is to do it. Go through it. Yeah. Yeah, To go through it, like bust through it. Like, (laughs) yeah, exactly. But on the other side, you're just like, Oh, it's fine. (laughs) like like it's not so scary yeah and it looks different for so many other people like because when I see other trainers posting doesn't look like they're scared at all like they seem like naturals I'm like having compassion on myself I'm like okay so I feel very proud of what I'm doing and I'll get there Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to get there until you know, baby steps. It all takes baby steps. Yeah. But the trainers that don't succeed or online coaches that don't succeed is that they let the first signs of uncomfortableness, like they let it stop them. And, but if it's really something you want to do, if you really believe in it, because belief is everything, then you mm-hmm. will find ways to make it happen instead of letting that, that fear stop you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, you're inspired me. Like I feel inspired. Like I've been co- coaching for a bit and I'm like, that's all right. Cause there's different, you know, when you're upping your game, there's just different thresholds. Yeah. Um, so for you, what is your next, you know, what's your next town, your next, um, threshold, like your next <laughs> thing that you're going to overcome. Yeah. Good question. So for the next until September, I'm really just focusing on building my business on helping as many people as I can because mm-hmm. I'm in like the baby stages and I am making like I'm doing good but I want to take it to the next level and really build my course out build my content out and just be more of that presence online I want to get into YouTube more mm-hmm. and have kind of talks like this about women empowerment about sex about like what it means to be strong as a woman like not just the kind of tied in with the health and fitness stuff 
Mm-hmm. So I want to do that. And then um, eventually I'll get back to designing this product I had to connect other trainers around the world with clients. But the motivational public speaking actually thing is the thing next. I have a, a consult with somebody on Thursday. So mm-hmm. yeah, honestly, I would love to travel around and, and share my message and inspire others and and whatever that looks like, like I'm, I'm game for. But I think that's my big, that's my next move. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> and then down the line, like I would love to have my own supplement company, something that's like very healthy, gluten-free. Cause I have a lot of people that ask me for recommendations on supplements. Okay. So much stuff out there that's just crap. And yeah. No. And you know, just got fillers of like sucralose and all these things like that. So I want it to be very clean, very natural. Mm-hmm. And, and that's um, what you want. You're a natural bodybuilder as well. Yeah. 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 No, no steroids in this body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You could tell, I mean, I've been working out for a bit. You could just tell like within someone's skin, like how like, you know, fre- like rejuvenated your skin looks and um, you just see it too. Like when people use, cause I used pre-workout for a while mm-hmm. and like, uh, I guess like the C4 pre-workout for a bit. And then I went to more towards natural. And now I'm like, I don't even need it. You know, you don't yeah. even, it's not something that, it's like necessary just eating well and yeah yeah it can help it, i used to use it as well it can help somebody get over that hump of like oh yes because <laughs> it's like oh well now i drink it i have to go now <laughs> yeah yeah and it's been proven like when you buy something associated with your goal then like now you have to use it so it builds mm-hmm. a bit of excitement around it but um like i've had moments where i've sat in my car for like 20 minutes being like oh but I mean I still do sometimes I'm not gonna lie but uh, no you just start to enjoy it and like you said you realize you don't need you don't need those things anymore Mm -hmm. okay real quick though the waist trimmers what is your view on the waist trimmers or the body corsets you said you had to buy something so uh I thought I had to buy something no like when you buy something associated to the goal oh oh honestly okay I can't speak to it because I've never tried it. Okay. But my opinion is that it's bullshit and it's (laughs) and that like it's more damaging for a woman's mindset than anything. However, I've seen the ones where they're like a giant sweat belt and then they take it off and it's just sweaty. I can see the signs behind that because you know you're making yourself sweat more essentially. But I don't know how healthy that is because like aren't you just dehydrating yourself and don't you just mm-hmm. have to like make up that water again? Like water is not bad for you, but like, I, like I haven't done it. I don't know the science into it. Maybe it works, but to me, it just seems stupid. So okay. there's my opinion. <laughs> okay. I don't condone them. Who knows? Watch. I'll start getting endorsed by a waist trainer. I'm like, I love them. You guys actually, mm-hmm. these are the best. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to sell out like that, but again, yeah. maybe they work. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I do question. use a, I use sweet sweat, so that's why I ask. And I've been using it. Oh my years. god! <laughs> and I've been using it for years. Well, no, it's okay. It's like you know, it's like whatever. I always say whatever feels good for you. You know, yeah, whatever what feels you, good. What have you people. noticed from it? Like, why? Why do you? Why do you wear it? Why do you like it? What, what do I do mean? like the sweat, and I do have like more of the band that like that goes in a little bit more around the waist. 
Um, and I don't know if it really works. All I know is like, I feel curvier. However, it's like, I work out my back too. Like I'm going to do the things to, to reach that goal, you know, the hourglass figure and then like work out my quads. However, I'm just like, if it works awesome, if it doesn't work, just it's more sweat. And I just make sure to drink more water. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, so I could see it being good as like a brace, like a a brace for your core. Yes. So gaining like cool. neutral spine. I can mm-hmm. see good for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. <laughs> well, there's the two cents on <laughs> waist trimmers because I know that's such a big and hot topic. Um, yeah. Honestly, maybe I'll try it and then I'll let you know. I'll be better. Better. To yeah. Let me it. know. Let me know what your <laughs> viewpoint is. Do you have is. a promo <laughs> code? Give me your promo code. <laughs> I do not have a promo code. So, Damn. yeah, no, I use it though. I use it a lot. And um, not every time. I just, yeah, I love it though. Uh, I feel more, maybe it's a mindset thing too. It's like I feel more like I did a lot of work when I see the sweat. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. yeah very rewarding. Like, all they say sweat is fat crying right (laughs) yes yeah well I just want to thank you so much for being on here and uh, being on the goddess globe podcast is there you know anywhere that we can find you I have some links that I'm gonna put down below and uh, what would you like to talk or where would you want our listeners to come and find you Awesome. I'm more active on Instagram and TikTok now. Actually, I'm having a lot of fun with TikTok these days. (laughs) It's a a fun community there. So yeah, if anyone wants to reach me, Instagram, TikTok, or send me an email, you know, I'm very friendly. I don't bite. Mm -hmm. And it's a, is it all live or lift, love, laugh? Yeah. So my Instagram is at Nikita.com lift love laugh even though okay. I, get, I have trouble saying it and then my mm-hmm. website is www.liftlovelaugh and then tiktok my tiktok is actually coach nikita coach nikita okay awesome and all these links will be down below and coach dot nikita sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be down below and then also your uh your ted your ted talk will be down there as well and yeah thank you again for listening and we'll talk to you guys later bye Thanks so much, Frank.